So Nella, we were talking last about geometry. It sounds so much more highfalutin. Is that word enough? Well, it would have put me off as a kid. <laughs> uh, geometry. I mean, I went through those classes, maths. Uh, gosh, it was such um, a cumulative knowledge-based way of learning that you didn't get get the first part, the first lesson, you weren't going to get the second and third. I couldn't go off and dream like I could in English or anything else and then pick it up where I left off. If I missed important pieces, that was it. I didn't, I didn't understand the algebra. Didn't get it. Didn't understand it. Didn't understand why we were bothered to make these triangles, learn the mathematics around it, didn't make any sense. But it, but discovering it through just stumbling on it in this this mission to try and find a way of painting something that had nothing to do with being an animal, a human, or a, a piece of landscape or anything in nature. That's when these shapes came about, and that's what geometry is. It's just these shapes that naturally occur when you're making a movement. It's a it's a lovely feeling to do a circle or a spiral. I could. I have, I've done them. I've called them hugs. There are paintings where I've just done endless spirals that all are different shapes and they're all in rows. Then they seem somehow sort of produced by a piece of technology, but it was just me actually going all night. I couldn't stop it. I went all night till 7 a.m. in the morning and I realized it was light and I was feeling sick. And I was just doing these endless spirals that each one I wanted them to be different in some way whether I started them in a different part or I went from the outside in or the inside out and I just couldn't stop doing them because I just thought they were so so beautiful but I was understanding that this was related to mathematics and uh, I was starting to read more about this that there was an underlying mathematics to this and also in some of these paintings I just in these drawings and that I was doing just got I just had this idea to bring numbers in because I thought numbers were as beautiful as the the shapes that I was doing because actually in one is a line a four is a triangle with a kind of right right angle on it or depending how you do it um, and I, I realized that these the numbers the shapes of the numbers were maps in themselves like a five points back and the bottom of the five points forward so maybe that's two directions you could go in and I and then I thought what if they were in combinations was would that be like a formula I felt so powerful for someone who'd been so bad at algebra and has such a mathematical father who had no patience with me for the fact that I couldn't get this algebra or the 24-hour clock and all of these things that suddenly I was getting access to a whole power somehow I could just do these own formulas and my own formulas and they didn't even have to add up because I understood through abstraction that anything that came out of me was somehow like a divination. I felt like I was divining something. <laughs> but what, you know, what's interesting is that uh, you couldn't do it while you were in school, but you came from, what is the expression? The uh, English expression, you come from the back door? It came in, it came in through the back door, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. I mean, but it just goes to show that I just wasn't ready for that kind of information. It, it didn't make sense to me at that time. I couldn't apply it. 
And yet by doing art, it's consolidated, it confirmed ideas about physics, abstract notions of physics. And I, I think I naturally like abstractions. I like thinking in abstractions. And then it got me into numbers and, and made me understand how beautiful numbers I are. I agree. When you think about numbers, I mean, everything, you know, just uh, many months of the year, uh, time, the clock, the seasons, everything is around a number. Our paintings, our work of art, I mean, you think about music, the, the rhythm, we are numbers. Yeah. Five fingers, two hands, ten fingers. We think about our body, the way we are made, and you think about that. Uh, but you see, you tapped something very deep too. I didn't like math when I was young either. Yeah. For the world of me, I couldn't understand anything. But I did like geometry. Did you? Whatever the reason, I like geometry. And that because I'm more visual, that's what they say. They always gravitated towards shapes and uh, lines. And so I was able to understand a little bit more. But uh, that, yeah. Was it, I mean, what was it about it that you liked? Um, I like to figure the uh, some of the mathematics about the, the all the angles coming together, and but without understanding it fully. Right. Uh, but there was something in me that I could explore, and it could really make myself understand it more. Maybe it's a visual, you know, because I have this verbal thing, and I have, you know, I I have this synesthesia, and so maybe with with you with your visual emphasis it was speaking to you already you right i think at that time yes mm -hmm. so we are as artists as makers so we are really tapping into that well again where there is math there is uh, uh literature there is everything it's all in compact it's, it's all together with our art yeah. and um in geometry and um comes into play really Yes. I mean, many times I do works where it's just a bunch of triangles and blocks and circles, and you start seeing more. And I feel, again, just as any artist, it's seeing and feeling it. You start studying it. You go outside in nature, you start looking at the trees and, and all the different uh, letters that each branch will make. I see the numbers, I see the letters, and uh, yeah. in your mind. Yes. Yeah? Is that what you mean then when you're doing the triangles in your art, you see more of triangles in nature? Yes, I do. Yes. Yes. Or look at circles. Yeah. Round shapes. The sun, the moon, the, the, the earth and the planets. It just, our eyes. Look at our eyes. So it's... That's how I, I, I am approaching it. That's when shapes come, I am, become important to me. Shapes and numbers. Yeah, so numbers, uh, it's kind of an interesting because uh, I think artists, uh, we're always looking for some sort of a, a sign. You know, am I doing the right thing? And then there goes the cardinal. The bird that stops on the, the branch and is looking at me. And I know when that bird is going to come around. And uh, it goes from one window of my studio to the other window. And those are the sort of things. And I say, oh, that's, you know, we are looking at this magic in the universe. 
because we are open to it. Weirdly, numbers, I think, brought us together because, um, you know, you were talking about numbers that you see that you see numbers in, in nature. Um, and I know that you had, you sent me a photograph of these trunks of the trees that were like, it was like 111, 111. Yes, and that's a number that means a lot to me because I see it all the time. And not only I see it all the time, but people around me will see it all the time. Once I tell them, they start seeing it too. So they become, it becomes an awareness. Yes. And um, again, you're going to this you've got, world. You've got three vertical lines. Right. And, so, and this is this thing that we were talking about, how you can just gaze and gaze and gaze. There's something kind of vibrating in you um, when you're looking at those three trunks of the trees. And maybe it's operating on many, many levels. It's not just, not just trees. It's also three verticals, which is somehow, somehow satisfying. It's also the three of them, which has a kind of a satisfaction. It's a, that three is a triangle. That's how you would represent a three in geometry. But the weird thing with us is that we met through those numbers. Exactly. And it took a while to figure it out because you, you, one of the first things you said to me, you listened to my podcast, Understand Modern Art by Making It. You said, well, you said you were getting these numbers because I talked about numbers then in those podcasts. And you said, well, I, you're interested in numbers. I've been seeing 111 a lot or you know, 11-11 or 1-11. And then I said, ah, well, that's funny because I was drawing those numbers. You know, once you get interested in putting numbers into your, your paintings, why would you do that? Why would you do, say, a person and then put numbers in there? There's, there's, some, kind of, there's some kind of juxtaposition of putting numbers next to, say, a figure you feel like there's some kind of conversation between the numbers and the and the figure going on there and you want to create a relationship between them just doing these numbers because i saw them so much around and then it turned out these were the numbers that you were seeing all the time so that is a that's a magical thing because we hadn't met we hadn't spoken it was a bit odd i hadn't done that before that was the first thing you had said. There are certain sort of synchronicities where you yeah. think, hmm, that's a little odd. I mean, why, why would I do that? Why particularly those numbers? And then this woman I'm meeting because she's heard my podcast is talking about those numbers. So I think that you're attuning yourself through a visual medium to all sorts of languages, numbers, uh, letters, connections with other people, connections with mysterious messages maybe going on. I mean, in terms of quantum fields, what are, what are angels? They could be talked about as morphic resonances or morphic fields or fields may manifest, packets of energy, packets of intelligence. We're going deep in here, but, but um, there is something that, that art can lead you into these worlds and into these insights and understandings. That's so true. Yeah, I remember working with children and I will say when they were older, you know, in the, um, in the middle school that I used to do art camps, I would tell them, why don't you just, um, besides scribbling, also write down numbers, numbers of, from one to 10, 
and then with each number do a, do a, um, a drawing. So it was very interesting if you do a V, how many drawings can you make with the V or the A? And uh, in the numbers, the same thing too. So you think about the number, uh, the one and so forth. It was amazing what they would do with each of the numbers and each of the letters. I mean, at that point, I was already seeing my 111 or 1111. So that was part of my life as a sign, uh, of a divine sign. And, um, and it was always, I would smile at the universe and say, okay, I got your message. Here you are. And it would always make me smile, actually. So I know something good. Think about the letters and the numbers and how, mu how much, uh, how you can create with. In the last workshop that I've done, I told that the, um, the, uh, the artist just do circles, just work with circles and then fill the circles with emotions and see what happens. So circles, again, the eight is two circles, right? So think about if you did a bunch of eight on a piece of paper, what would happen? And it was amazing what happened. I'm visualizing the, the numbers in front of me now and just thinking how beautiful they are. And they're not random. They are designed. I think they have, they have meaning. They, they, they suggest what the number is, what it means. Now, if you've, you've got the five, you've got the five senses, you've got the five fingers, you've got the five toes. Five, they say, is a five-pointed star is one way of seeing a five in nature. Five is also a spiral. And what the five means in a sequence, if you're starting from zero, one, two, three, four, five, if you think of that, an evolution from the womb, if you think of the two as parents producing the three, which is the, the two and the one, the baby, you think of the four as the size of the house. So there are all these correlations and interrelationships between shape and meaning. Right. Yeah. It's very, very resonant and, and many meanings on, on many levels. And I don't think you have to know this from knowledge. I think that it's, as an artist, you're intuiting. It's all, and I think that you are honing your intuition. So um, why would some choose a different shapes? I mean, I can see some artists, they would strictly do shapes and they can't get away from shapes. It's almost like you have to work on it until you get the whole meaning of it. And others might not do any shapes at all. It just kind of the flows together. But uh -huh. I'm just thinking aloud yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Definitely can see some can really gravitate towards uh, sharp edges, it's shapes. Of, it's a choice, isn't it? This idea that, that one thing leads to another and you don't really know where you're going to end up. If you, if you, you might not end up with shapes. Also, maybe there's something emotional or, or to do with the way your mind works or your, the way your, your temperament is that you're going to gravitate a morphic fields and more a suggestion of a presence when you when i look at your paintings some of them are just are just textures and i experienced this myself where uh, there, there isn't a sort of a uh, i'm not going towards any 
sense of any defined shape. I'm going for a, a feeling, an atmosphere, a sense that something is beyond shape. That's geometry as well, because if you think about the ground of being, it's, it's shapeless. So mm -hmm. maybe that's, if you think of it as a progression, maybe shapelessness is behind the shape. Shapes come out of shapelessness, and kind of the idea of the zero or the zero point field. What is the what is the, the root of creation? What what does creation come out of? It doesn't, mm. doesn't have a shape. We don't even know what that is. We couldn't even fathom it. So maybe when you're getting into that, you're trying to find something beyond even shape. Amazing, though, isn't it? How we can actually go to this other plane of thinking yeah it's and how it relates to our art it's deep philosophical thinking really isn't it? i mean and sometimes i wonder if painting isn't just if you want to categorize a way of thinking that you could say that it's philosophy made manifest in color and texture and shape or whatever i think the same thing too i think the same thing too because yeah, um philosophers. yeah to be an artist you you are the explorer you are the philosopher you are the scientist it requires it's really it requires the same senses yeah i did do some philosophy i didn't go with the formality i couldn't keep with the structure of it and define my terms and keep consistent i just got lost in semantics don't don't fence me in with you. I've got to define my terms or come up with something. I want to I want to go somewhere where there is no explanation and no structure and no yeah. nothing. This so true. No, it's what you were talking about. Yeah. And I keep trying to reach, I keep trying to touch the moon or touch the sun. Impossible things. Oh, sometimes I would like to quiet down my mind, though. You know, just. Um... You have to reach that point where you don't think anymore. And uh, it's, it's true. And art does help because it will quite down my mind. It's this idea that, which I struggled very much as a kid, and I, and I still have it, you know, that I want to encompass everything. I want to cover everything. Say in this sort of half an hour or so that we're talking, I want to cover every aspect of, say, geometry or numbers. But I, I understand that it's, it's impossible, that you cannot do anything definitively, and that's okay. Because in fact, there's this idea of fractals and, um, that I find very comforting, that, that you can capture the universe, everything is in everything. You could just do uh, one line in your sketchbook, you know, having said that you, you need to, to do this as a process and connect, and having said that, I want to break that rule, really, that <laughs> you could just do one thing, say a line on one piece of paper, and that's it. That's all you've got to say for your whole life. And, in fact, it says everything. It says your whole life. It says the whole universe. That's it. No more to be said. Walk away and just party the rest of your life <laughs> because you said it. This is the most profound thing. One layer after another, you know, does this make any sense? The deeper you go, the more profound you want to be, the more you want to encapsulate everything in one phrase, you know, the theory of everything.
you know, quantum physicists are wanting to do, you can't, you can't, because there's another layer and another layer and another layer. The layers go on in infinitely. <laughs> so you might as well universe. do a scribble and you've said it all. I like that. <laughs> you know how many scribbles I can do, right? In a minute. <laughs> I used to do them on a bus, actually. I'm actually doodling now as I'm talking to you. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I used to say, bus do it. I'll just hold it there and the bus will scribble for me. That's how effortless this all can be. <laughs> remember, remember, don't, don't drive yourself nuts. It's, no. uh, whatever you're doing is you trust it. It is whatever you do on that page is going to be you. And if you if you are worried about that contemporary art doesn't look anything, that my kid could paint that and all of that stuff, relax, go with it and let it speak through you. And yes, let it speak to you and have the work have a life of its own without you dictating. Let it breathe. Don't think you know where you're going. If you really want to make things interesting, go go away from what you see in the outside world and just try and find something else. So what we've been talking about in these podcasts are ways to get into this, ways to loosen up. We've discussed practical ways of how you can pick up and implement a blank piece of paper just for convenience. You can do it on your computer with your finger and just start because that's that's the biggest thing. Don't know where you're going. And just yeah. start and don't judge it. And you will find worlds opening up inside you and you will tap into things that are magical and deeply mysterious. And you'll also, if you do this alone, you'll come out the other side or you'll surface, you'll bob up above the waves and find that you are actually a member of the human race and we're all in this together. So true, very true words that we cannot forget. Let's not judge ourselves. Let's be free. And each other. We can, we can allow ourselves to be this way. Yeah. Yes. Love is first. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, then. Sending you love. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>